0: Would you have an objection to a supervised drug injection centre being built in your area? Uh, Well, I read an interesting article yesterday by Simon Harris, uh, where he was stating that the government must not shy away from their responsibilities when it comes to injection centres. And he argues that if we are serious about tackling drug addiction, we must establish a drug injection centre. My goodness, this argument has gone on for so long. Um, I'll be frank and honest with you, because I'm only on the show for a couple of days. I thought these were already in place. Now, that'll show you my naivety because I remember discussing this a long time ago and uh, everybody seemed to be in agreement, yes, and the government I'm talking about was in agreement to say, yes, we should put these centres in place. Uh, But then, of course, there has been some objections to these injection centres and uh, it's harder... Uh, then you think to get these things through when they're first uh, sort of brought up in the doll and, and uh, implemented via bills and so on. But I'll read you some of the uh, article that was written by Simon Harris yesterday. It was in the journal.ie, actually. It was an opinion piece. Uh, so have a listen to this. Addiction does not discriminate, he says. It does not favour a gender, age or geography. Uh, there are few families, towns or countries that have escaped the scourge of addiction. He is right there, to be fair. Uh, There are many faces of addiction. We still have many challenges when discussing tobacco, alcohol and food addiction. But thankfully, these conversations have begun. He says we must establish a supervised injection facility, despite what its critics suggest. This is not legitimising drug use. It is acknowledging that drug use is occurring on our streets, often in broad daylight in front of our children. He goes on to say the supervised injection facilities uh, will provide a safe and medically supervised facility for people to inject. It will result in fewer deaths and provide a safe place for people to use drugs. All of this obviously argued by a lot of people across the country, particularly those people objecting to the centre. Uh, I'll read you a little bit more just to give us an idea of what, uh, what his point of view is. He says, We must stop pretending drug addiction is something that cannot affect you or I. We must push ourselves out of our comfort zone Uh, rid ourselves of ignorance and face up to the challenges uh, that face us. We cannot banish our friends, neighbours, colleagues or relatives to the shadows. In addressing this issue, we we too must acknowledge drug addiction goes beyond the person battling the illness. And finally he says, uh, nobody wants to be dependent on drugs but I also know it is an illness that can happen to anyone. I also believe people can recover with the right help and assistance. I won't shirk from this responsibility and I know society will not either. So... This comes, of course, as the proposed supervised injection centre in Merchants Quay in Dublin was turned down for planning permission for such a facility. Uh, Merchants Quay have since appealed the refusal to onboard Planola. Now, today I want to know if you would be okay with a drug injection centre going into your town There is no question that Minister Harris is right in what he is saying. Uh, We need to tackle Ireland's drug epidemic but many believe that supervised drug injection centres are not the answer. Some believe that by opening one up uh, you are essentially enabling illegal drug use. I mean, You are enabling illegal drug use I suppose. But this, according to Simon Harris, is the only way around uh, the, the, the massive issue that we have now and have had in the past. However... Others say that there is a need for a medical approach to drug use and that injection centres are necessary. But where do we put them? That's the thing. Would you oppose one in your area or would you be OK with it? So when you're thinking to yourself, you know what, it's a, it's a good idea. Yeah, we should have these centres. It'll take... You know, addicts off the street, it'll stop uh, addicts injecting in front of families on the street, in front of tourists on the street. Um, it'll it'll reduce the, the potential health hazards that are out there in public at the moment on the streets uh, around the country. But if you're saying that, you should probably equally be saying that you'd have no problem with one next to you. Because if you're not, well then we're kind of onto a, a non-winner here aren't we? Uh, 1854 10494 or 87 0008 is the number. So would you object to a drug injection centre in your local area? Sharon you're live in Classic Kids. How are you Sharon? Um,
2: how are you now Mike?
0: Not too bad at all. So the first question first then. Are you in favour of these centres at all? No. And why not? Why not?
2: Because I think like you were saying it's it's enabling drug use there's an awful lot better way to tackle this problem if we had proper um counseling services proper support services and proper medical services rehabilitation centers for drug users wouldn't that not be better than just going do you know what here's a building i'm going to throw you all Mm. in there and forget about you. No. uh, uh, Rather than tackling the root problems as to why the person is on drugs in the first place. But to be fair Sharon
0: I I don't think they are saying we're just going to throw you in there and let you get high to your heart's content. They're not saying that. They're saying we will allow you to do it in a safe and controlled environment and while you're in there at least now we have you and uh, we have contact with you and we're going to give you all the help you need to stop this. But for the moment, we'll allow you to shoot up and we'll supervise you and we'll make sure you don't overdose and we'll give you all the information possible uh, that will lead to safe um, uh, shooting up or, or whatever. But but I'll equally give you the information to get offered in the long term.
2: But Mike, it's the same thing as the methadone clinics.
1: Yeah, well... It's,
2: it's just, it's the same thing again. We'll just, we'll medicate you or we'll... We'll just kind of throw something at the problem and hope it goes away rather than going, you know what, you know, our mental health services are at a are at breaking point. Our medical services are at a break, breaking point. We have no proper uh, rehabilitation centre in this country for anyone with addiction, um, you know. That's what we should be focusing on. But what about
0: all those people who have gotten off drugs, who have gone to various centres across the country? It's not that we don't have them. Okay, we might have waiting lists and logistical uh, issues and all that, but they are there. The help is there. Maybe, you know, more needs to be done to make that help uh, better accessible. Uh, but it is there. Like people have gotten off uh, drugs through the help of certain centres that are around the country. So we can't we can't just say that, that it's such a problem that there is no help out there for for drug addicts.
1: But there
2: isn't help out there for the majority of drug addicts. But That's why? Well, why do you say? And I'm so genuinely. By,
0: by the way, I'm not trying to be facetious here. But do you know that?
2: Yeah, I do know that. I'm, I live. I've lived all my life in an area that was plagued by drugs. Um, Thank God, a couple of years ago I got out of it, but even like everywhere you turn, there is drug use, there is gangs, there is, and the the problem is only getting worse, it's not getting better, and the reason why that is, is because the services, like I said, and through no fault of their own, through fault of the same government that's trying to throw another problem in behind a closed door, you know that the services are at breaking point and they cannot get to as many people as needs be so that the next generation doesn't end up in the same predicament because what's happening is the parents are on drugs they're having kids the kids are seeing this as something that's normalized that then by the time they're thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, 14 15 they're on drugs and
0: the circle keeps going. Well, I'll read you some of what I, I, I looked at today with regard to uh, Merchant's Key. Um, on their website, they have some research, extensive research done, to be fair. Uh, and they combine all the various research uh, done by, by different institutions. And, um, but just the top, the top points on this, it says, uh, research has consistently shown that medically supervised injecting facilities save lives, number one, reduce public injecting, reduce drug-related litter and save money. Now I can delve into that a little bit more. They do give further detail on all those various things. I don't know how it saves money, Um but for, for three, home, is, but
2: three out of four of those things that you've just pointed out is a thing of we just don't want to see it. Yeah, we don't want it out and, on the street. And, and funny, you know, and funny public, enough, yeah, that's, immediately that's I read enough, that, yeah, it is yeah. Just, yeah. Immediately, exactly the,
0: I, I, immediately when I read that, actually, you're right. It's more so uh, for non-drug users' benefit, isn't it? It says yeah, save not, li- well. No, save lives. That
2: is, you know. We're going to get them in here. Like the, the first point of that is, okay, it's medically supervised. Um, so it's a, it the, saves lives. The uh, injections and whatever that they be using will be clean. But what the second point should be is, once we get them in there, we're going to have counsellors. We're going to have um, medical but, professionals, but, maybe psych, psychiatrists or psychologists or whoever it is that these people need. To get to the bottom of the problems that the reason why they 're using the drugs to to block them out because that 's a lot of a, a big portion of why people use drugs but my un- my, my
0: understanding my understanding is that that help would be for, provided that, that, in other words, this is a tactic as I, as I already said at the start i 'm just repeating myself to to essentially have a communication with those who are addicted to drugs, to have them in a safe environment, because by continuously criminalising it, um, you're, you're not having that contact with people who can help those who are addicted. So this is a way of having that contact. And while you have them there, you're not saying we're going to put you in prison. We're actually going to allow you do the illegal activity you want to do because we understand you're addicted and we're going to give you information and help.
2: But the, the information will be there. The information is there if they go to the GP. The, the information is there if they go anywhere, if they end up in A&E with an overdose. The information is there. My big thing is that the help really, for the most part, isn't. And it's not because the buildings aren't there or because there isn't staff in the buildings to give them that help. Is that there's not enough staff. There's not enough buildings. There's not enough help out there for the... I used to this. Problem.
0: As, as a matter of interest, Sharon, I'm going to move on to Hall now in a second. Um, but if there was a clear. You don't agree with the methadone uh, program. No. You said that at the start, right? There's no. no point in asking you about that, whether you'd like one of those beside you, because you don't agree with it anyway. However, oh, I grew up beside one. Well, you grew up so beside one. What, okay, what well happened? then. And then let me ask you this, if there was one of these clinics that you say uh, would be best practice uh, to help those addicted to drugs, would you be happy enough to have one of those in your estate or in your complex or whatever?
2: In my area, if if it was uh, properly run and made sure that, you know, it didn't, that, that there wasn't any, say, violence or crime outside of the building and around the around the building, if it was run in a way to help the people rather than just to hide it, I'd have absolutely no problem You'd with it. You'd have
0: no problem with it, yeah, but I don't think, you know, no violence or no issues can ever be promised when it comes that to they're
2: that. They're kept to a minimum. Yeah, because, because see there's, the, If there, it's done properly, the, the, you know, it, of course, every, because, it's going to break out every now and again, but, yeah, but it's not con- consistently and constant and bringing
1: because you the know, whole
2: area into disrepute.
0: Yeah, because you know as well as I do, even with those methadone clinics and any of these clinics, there are absolute scumbags who will mm. actually prey on those trying to get off the drugs um, who, oh, yeah. who will hang around these centres looking to see can they get the people back on the drugs um, so that you know it, it will attract those kind of people as well no matter if it's a, a methadone clinic or a, 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 a clinic with counsellors or whatever uh, hang on Sharon uh, Mihal you're live in Classic so you do you to you Michal
3: do you Mike? you're filling a big pair of boots today
0: I tell you big big shoes absolutely but go on ahead yeah. what's, your, what's your point Mihal?
3: Well, my point is that I would agree with everything that lady there says. Like, it's a great idea, like, to have all these clinics. But it's a matter of the supervision. And you said, uh, what it saves it's proven It saved lives, It saved money. You buy any clinic you like. I don't care what it is, for methadone or otherwise, in any of the areas. You might say four or five. But then you have a couple of cases looking at this going on. And, well, I want to try that. Say four or five. You're probably losing maybe 20 for the four or five you say it. Your kids are continually looking on, because you have kids in every area, don't where you are. And where to put it? Click. Yes, third grade. It's a great idea. Like the road to hell is paved with good intentions. But hold on, but what, what, was, what
0: kids are going to be? What kids are going to be watching anyone inject themselves in a supervised injection clinic?
3: Because they're coming out, out of there and they're as high as a, as a supervisor on methadone and whatnot. And before they go in, they're going in there to get injections. But do you think that for one minute that they're the only injections that are going to be taken? They'll be trading outside. The, there was a spot there on Pierce Street at one stage. And they're mounting trade them, truck driver. And they'll be looking at this. What with the trade was going on with just unreal. Mm. And it's like they're trading whatever they're getting. They're trading it. And you have the youth coming up. Then you could be manned there with three or four kids and a respectable family. And the next thing is, they're looking at this and the next year, one of them to get the ID, and he pass it on. You're losing it. I seen it time and again. And I yeah, have I to agree. But
0: but, Michal, you're never going to completely cancel out them not injecting in a, in a public space either. You're not. But going however, to I'd not rather I'd rather it happen in there than my kids see it uh, on, on on a local street. And and it will reduce that no matter what. Even if they are doing it again, fine. I agree with you. They probably will. But it's a start, isn't it?
3: But it's, a, it's a start, but what do you stop, but what do you lose when you start. What do you lose? I don't care a damn. You say, okay, they are going to inject. They will go to shoot up whatever they're at, without a doubt. But the point about it is, I wouldn't like it on my patch. There want to be serious, serious supervision guarantees They'll probably say, well, okay, there's a house down the road. That uh, why YSIDA, well, go ahead and use it. But you want to be massive supervision. A record kept, a very strict record of those who are coming in, what they've received, how often they're coming back. If they're trading what they're getting and coming back in double quick for more, and it would have to be massive supervision. And I don't me- think that the state or any other state is in a position of supervising such a situation.
0: Mihal, do, do you have sympathy for drug addicts?
3: Uh, not particularly, no. 90% of them are their oh, and I, I, I know people who went on drugs, believe you me, I know people who've come off from both sides of it. But a lot of people are on it. No, they, they don't care a rat and them For you, for me, or for anybody. They get on to it because certain things may have gone wrong in their lives and uh, they may go honoured but then they lose all interest in anything and doing that they're bringing down an awful lot more with them so where does the sympathy be where is the Python having sympathy for those who don't have any respect for themselves
0: well listen I ask you that question because I have Peter holding on the line Peter's a former addict uh, afternoon to you Peter
4: how's it going
0: not too bad you're a former drug addict um, is that the case
4: yeah. I'm uh, 19 years now off of drugs fair play everything the whole lot
0: and what, what, uh, and, uh, what drug were you addicted to the most
4: I was a heroin addict. Right, okay. And um, these injection centers are a waste of money, a waste of time, because um, Merchant's Key is already set up that if you're not a heroin addict and you need clean needles, you can go in mm-hmm. and get clean needles. Mm-hmm. And you're you're in the, in the what, what you call in, you're it, you're already getting services and they're linking you in with people.
1: Uh-huh.
4: So. To say that an injection centre will get more people in and they'll be able to link them up with this place and that place, it's an absolute waste of taxpayers' money. The money should be going into uh, rehabilitation because there's not enough places in this country for people to go and to get off drugs. If I wanted to get off drugs today, I'd have to go and sit down in front of somebody and be assessed. Then i am put on a waiting list. By the time that waiting list comes around, I could have overdosed and died. There should be a rehab in this country that when a person says, I want to get off drugs today, that that person can go straight away and be taken in and rehab should take place.
0: How many years did you say you're clean, by the way? 19. 19 years. So 19 years ago then, how did you get off drugs?
4: Um, I went through a Christian recovery centre that was a charity-based place. Um, it wasn't from the government or anything else. At the age of 17, I went to my forced rehab. And in order to go to that forced rehab, I had to drive up and down from a toy for five Fridays in a row to give the urine, make sure there was only heroin in the urine, and go back. And I had to do that for five weeks. And then they eventually took me in. But if, within them five weeks, I could have overdosed. Mm. There has to be places where when people... If someone walks into one of these new injection centres and says, Roy, I want to get off drugs today. Okay, go over to Merchant's Key and talk to so-and-so. Yeah. Or go to this place and talk to so-and-so. Then they'll put, here, you have to go here, you have to go there. There's a six-week waiting list. That's rubbish. D- if d- the government are going to put money into into and are really serious help helping drug addicts, they need a state port facility where when somebody says, I oh, want to give up drugs, that they can go that day, there and then. That's exactly how I gave up drugs and that I'm not on them anymore now today.
0: And as a matter of interest, when you uh, were shooting up and you were in the height of it, would you have done it uh, sort of on public streets or whatever or was it always behind closed doors?
4: Listen, a drug addict, if a drug addict's dying sick, they go and buy that bag of heroin. Yeah. They're not going to walk, all right, let me walk, I'll get the bus to a... a, You you do it there and then. you do it there and then. Yeah. And so I don't even think people are going
0: um, to... That's, ju- I, I that, well, that's what I was going to say to you. I mean, wh- when, you were, you know, when you were addicted, would you have used one had it been available?
4: No, the only time I ever went to any of these places was to get clean needles. You used to go to Merchant's Key, you get your bag of clean needles, and you go off, and that was it. They didn't, they, they didn't say to you, do you want to see a counsellor? Do you want this? Do you want that? You just took your name, your medical card number, Give you your bag of clean needles and you were gone. So I don't think these injection centers are going to work. I don't think people are going to go to them. Because I know for a fact, when you're a drug addict, you're, you're sort of like, you're living on edge. You're fighting with people. You're fighting with family. You're ripping people off. You don't want to go there in case you bump into someone. So mm. you owe this person money and that person money. So I don't think they will be a success. I just don't
0: and in relation just to the recovery I'm I'm just genuinely interested Um, after 19 years having been addicted so strongly to something like heroin is it like any addiction I suppose um, Peter that it it is always sort of lingering there or is there a complete clean break now that you never sort of think about it apart from when we (laughs) raise it on a show like this
4: Uh, from the day the day I asked this, I found out there was a, a rehab that could take you in straight away yeah And they told me you have to give up smoking and everything when you come in the house. I said, I don't care what I have to give up. Mm -hmm. I'm 19 years of age. I'm homeless. I don't want to live anymore. And your man said, you can come straight away. I went into the Christian recovery home. I built a relationship with God. I say me prayers. And that's what got me through it. I've lost a father to suicide. I've lost an older brother to drug addiction, overdose since then. And they would have been all excuses for people to go back on drugs. Mm. But I never went back onto them. Because once I, I got clean, once I got my head together, I never wanted to go back to that life because it left me with a plastic bag with my clothes in it and one cigarette. That's all my life was.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And I never wanted to go back to that. And once I got over, it, if that place hadn't been there for me that day, I don't know if I'd be talking to you today. All right, That's but... why I'm pretty strong on the government mm-hmm. not wasting money on an injection centre. They need to invest in a rehabilitation centre where people can go straight away. The minute they say they want to get clean, there has to be a place for people to go.
0: Alright, Peter, thanks a million for that. I appreciate that. Uh, and if you want to give us a shout, 1850 410 494 or text or WhatsApp to 087 uh, uh, 0008. We'd love to hear from you on text or WhatsApp. And more, of course, we're on Twitter as well, at Niall Boylan. Um, so there you go. Uh, Peter, who's had obviously experience um, being addicted to drugs in the past and getting clean and telling us how he got clean. And it was just... He needed a place to be instantly available for him and he feels that that isn't the case for a lot of addicts today uh, to be actually go, to actually go somewhere and to be taken in and get instant help because, um, you know, it's, it's, it's that, that weight, particularly for someone who is heavily addicted to drugs, um, could be fatal, I suppose. And he doesn't agree with these supervised injection centres. What do you think? Eighteen fifty four ten four nine four or oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. You're very welcome. Back. It is Mike Hogan in for Boyle and this Tuesday afternoon until two o'clock. We're talking about Simon Harris, uh, where he has said that the government must not shy away from their responsibilities when it comes to injection centres. He argues that if we are serious about tackling drug addiction, we must establish a drug injection centre. And I have to say, um, I'm 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 surprised. I must say, with the amount of people. Not not agreeing with these drug injection centres, and not just because they're against drug addicts and drug addiction, and saying it's their own fault or whatever, but just people thinking it's just not the right way forward, and that there are so many other ways uh, that we can stop uh, the scourge of, of drugs um, within our communities in this country. Uh, few of your WhatsApp messages in as well to oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. Lots of you sending in your audio messages. Mike,
4: these in- injection centres are 100% legitimising illegal drug use. But Minister Harris said it's the only way to tackle it. No, for Fine Gael, it's, a, it's the cheapest way to tackle it. The, 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 the way to tackle drug addiction and mis- misuse is to open up places to get people off drugs, wean them off it, get them off it, and offer employment programmes.
0: Uh, right, let's have a listen to this one as well.
5: I agree uh, with the caller that's on at the moment. I think that would we'll definitely um, invest the
0: money in detox beds. We don't have enough. And um, When people finally want to detox, there isn't anywhere.
2: And a lot of the treatment centres you need to have already been detoxed or to be clean to enter. So that's what we should be spending the money on. This will create a whole load of problems because they'll have to decriminalise drugs around the centre for the people using them. So you're going to get dealers congregating there. I can understand why people don't want them in their area.
0: Now, Liz, you're live in classic kids. How are you doing, Liz? Hiya, Mike. Not too bad at all. Right, Liz, do you think it's a good idea?
6: No, I think they're an appalling idea, to be honest with you. I, just, I don't... The fact that even comes out and says it's not legitimising drug use, that's exactly what it's doing, because they'll have to be allowed to have them. And they're not going there to take methadone or anything like it. They're going there to take heroin. And heroin is a classic a drug. It's you know what I mean? So I don't understand how we can say it's not legalising it or but, but, and using but it words like decriminalising yeah.
0: But it does like, come back to the argument on methadone as well—that essentially it is another drug uh, that is being legitimised. But it's okay for us as soon as we put the, it, it in the legal bracket, then no one has any 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 issue with it. But
1: when yeah, it's but in the illegal, wrong, right?
6: hmm? I don't agree with methadone clinics. Like I, yeah. I'm from Ballymun. I grew, there's a methadone clinic at the back of my house, and like the junkies going to that methadone clinic the last twenty years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To me, methadone isn't an answer because. It's just a substitute. So there's people, I don't there's understand people, how anybody goes to a methadone clinic and they're allowed to stay on it for that length of time.
0: And what I'd be right in saying there's people also going getting their FOI and getting their methadone and then oh, oh, yes. uh, equally shooting up with heroin as well and the whole thing is just a, a
1: circle of disaster. Oh yeah,
6: like methadone is currency. Do you know what I mean? The likes of it's, it's yeah. currency to somebody of people. So like, I don't think an injection centre is the way to go because it is legalising that drug because they, they're not going to be arrested walking in the doctor you know what I mean? No, so,
0: but but then again, in relation to that uh, part of the argument, and we have to go, go to the whole legalising argument as well, although we're not going down that route too much today, uh, but it has, you know, it seems to have worked in Portugal. That's always the example used, that to stop criminalising it actually has a positive effect.
6: You're yeah, not, not legalising
0: like it, but you're not criminalising it.
6: Yeah, if if, you, if you know day, what I mean. Like, yeah, but like, it, is, a, it's, it is still legalising it because... All then they're going to do is say, OK, well, now we're only going after the dealers. And we're not going after the sick, in, in inverted commas, people to take the drugs off them. So, you know what I mean? Are They're going to put the efforts into like getting the dealers, if that's the case. And if that is the case, what's the need for the centre anyway? They're going to go after the dealers that much. You know what but, I mean? I don't, I don't see it as, like, as decriminalising; I see it as legalised.
0: But by, by the sound of them, um, and I, I can't remember his name now, which is very rude, but the, the chap he was on earlier on, Peter, was it yeah? Um and uh, he was saying that, you know, if you're if you're gonna shoot up you're gonna do it there and then where you when exactly. you when you get your and bag of heroin and not go to a, a centre uh, And
6: believe me, I've as I said I grew up in Hallyman, like what also my teenage years, that's all you're seeing in the flat was junkies shooting up and goofing off. And even yeah. if they do manage to make it to a centre, like are they gonna leave them there while they go through the whatever it is to get over. You know what I mean? While they go through the trip but like and then send them out onto the street yeah. after they've used it and goofed off.
0: Yeah, I mean,
6: send them out onto I have the street to say... To get yeah. more and hope that they come back to do them all. Well,
0: uh, hold on there, Liz. Just as I was about to say, the majority of you are saying that they're a bad idea and I can kind of see the logic on what you were all saying. I actually have Sarah holding on the line. So hang, stay with me there for a second, Liz. Because, uh, Sarah, you are in favour of supervised drug injection centres, is that right?
7: Yes, because uh, I think that, um, like, as you said, it gets her off the streets And it shows them how was like, correctly. And people won't be, like, there'll be less overdoses on the streets. There'll be less people, as you said, shooting up in laneways and in front of kids and in the flats. Are
0: you a former addict? Yeah. Heroin? No. What was it?
7: It was um, cocaine and prescription medication and I'm an alcoholic and...
0: Um, Currently are you clean Oh
7: no, I'm sober
0: Right, okay, great I don't
7: like that word clean because that means that it's dirty what you're doing Yeah, fair enough Um, Like I'm in recovery 14 years and I'm currently actually doing um, addiction studies I'm in college, back in college doing Mm -hmm. addiction studies Mm
0: -hmm. Great, okay Um, And how far into that
7: are you? Um, pretty far in. No, but what I was saying was, right, as well. If that's the case that you don't want um injection centres, well then every pub in Dublin should be shut down. Every pub in Ireland alcohol should be shut isn't down. Illegal. The, alcohol if alcohol was brought in today, it would be a class A drug.
6: But it's not. The point of the fact the matter but is. Alcohol, alcohol, is, alcohol not is a bigger killer. Heroin is. It's a bigger killer. That's not the point. Any heroin is illegal. Alcohol
7: if isn't. Al- if alcohol, but heroin wasn't always illegal. It wasn't always it's illegal. The point it is today. No, but it wasn't always it illegal today,
6: it, In society today, heroin is illegal. Well, Society
7: exactly today, if alcohol was brought in today. Alcohol would be a class A, adro- class well, a, a, a drug. Al- al- it's a bigger
6: killer than any other drug in Ireland. Well, hold on, not everybody who drinks alcohol is an alcoholic, but not everybody everyb- who no. takes heroin is a
1: fucking heroin addict. Mind, mind your, your language, mind your alcohol. language.
6: Not everybody that actually takes heroin, not everybody.
7: Like, it's, it's the person, not the drug. Heroin is used in loads of other cultures all over the world for pain medication, for stuff like that. So it's not actually the drug, it's the person that's misusing it.
0: But that, and I did kind of touch on that a little bit as well. I mean, alcohol wasn't always legal in some parts of the world as well. But as soon as the government puts a, 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 the, the term legal on it, everybody seems to be okay with it. But as soon as it's illegal, it's all, exactly. you know, everybody starts to panic about it.
6: Yeah. It's, it's what people do for heroin as well, though.
7: It's but not just people, the case of the
6: drug the being illegal, so it's what people will do for her. People
7: do the same thing for a bag of cans. People do the exact same thing for any drug.
6: Alcohol is a drug. If it was brought in today, it'd be classic. I'm not saying
7: it's not and a it drug, I'm
6: illegal. saying it's legal. Alcohol is legal. Talking about shutting down, that saying that every pub in Ireland should be shut down in that case. But alcohol is legal. It's a legal substance. It's the same
7: thing as we exact same thing as have a, a place for people
6: to go in and take their drugs. But it's not a pub is not It's not a no, place where you it go is. to do something illegal. An injection centre is. And it's just it's about
0: anyway, let's let's not drug. let's not continue to kinda of compare heroin and, and, and alcohol for the moment. Although I, I understand where you're going with it, Sarah. It's probably yeah, it's to, an extreme an extreme people, comparison with regard to the regulation and all that within the alcohol industry. People
7: were and saying other I, callers I, were saying about um having more money into um recovery systems and the whole lot. An awful lot of people that take drugs have mental health issues. Treatment centres and places for people to come off drugs don't deal with mental health issues. The mental health services don't deal with people in addiction, so it's a vicious circle. So,
0: uh, uh, but are you saying then that wh- when you were an addict, if a, a place of supervised injection uh, was in place, would you have used it?
1: Yes, yeah.
7: like but you I wasn't a park. heroin addict. I wasn't a heroin addict. So, in a way, that would have been safe to go to coke or
6: take tablets. Yeah, but your drugs of choice, I like, have tried. Your drugs have tried. Didn't need an injection centre, so you wouldn't have been able to it Well, that's it. They're not un- going heroin. to give you a
0: line of cocaine in it. Do you know what I mean? But for heroin
7: heroin you're not going in getting a bag of heroin. No, I know yeah, but that's you're why not I'm saying No, yeah, the fact that that legalized that legalized
0: but, but Liz, to be fair to Sarah, she is a former addict and uh she, she okay, you don't like the word clean, but you're you're off uh, drugs now and, and alcohol and all the rest of it. And she is saying that she would have found this beneficial to her. So but to be you fair. She wouldn't have
6: though, because in the fact that the drugs the drugs that she was addicted to, as you said, you're not gonna be able to go in there and do a line of cocaine. This is specifically designed for people to go and do heroin. And it's all well and good having a safe place for them to inject their drugs. But where do they go after then? Are they going to leave them there while they go off and while the drug works through their system and then let them out to go look for more? Or are they just well, going to bring them in to let them ingest, make sure they don't overdose and then send them on their merry way?
7: Well, because none of this is being approved by Board B. Like, I'm sure all that hasn't been
6: ironed out yet. The questions are there. Like, they're not going going to get permission for it, like, if they can't answer these kind of questions. Like, all them questions get raised, even if they get planning permission to build one of these clinics. At the end of the day, all them questions are still there. Are they going to have the room to basically let all these people who they hope use the clinic, are they going to have the room to give them a room okay, you go off into that cubicle while you do your drugs and while it goes through your system and you have your little trail or whatever you get out of it. And then
0: are they going to send yeah. them on the way? Anyway, or listen, I I, to... I, I, guys, I do have to take a break, but Sarah and Liz, thanks a million for that. Um, board planal, I assume you were referring yeah. to, Sarah, yeah. was <laughs> it? Yeah. Not, 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 the food authority. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks a million, uh, Sarah. Thanks a million, Liz. Uh, if you want to get in, and t- uh, get in touch, uh, about this one, or text or WhatsApp to 087 triple zero eight. We'd love to hear from you. The, uh, the question we began with, and it's gone all over the shop, which is totally fine, because it is one of those complex topics, there's no doubt about it. Um, would you object to a drug injection centre in your local area? Uh, that is the question. And as well, of course, do you agree with them? Um, the reason we're asking about it being in your area is because there are people in the community... Uh, within uh, Dublin uh, where one of them was to be put in place they are objecting to it um, and they're saying well, no we don't want this we, we not only don't agree with it but we, we don't want what it may attract as well in the in the community um, so maybe you think that's fair enough uh, or maybe you think this is a ridiculous plan in the first place like a lot of you do this afternoon 185410494 Supervised Drug Injection Centres are they a good idea back in a couple of minutes search that I found earlier on um, from Merchants Quay and they sort of point to lots of different uh, research studies around the world actually and how supervised injection centres can work positively. But someone did point out earlier on and I don't think this is an attempt of them to do this but a lot of the points that are made in lots of the different research actually benefit non-drug users if you know what I mean. Um, And someone did point that out earlier on in the show. For example it says um, a study from 2004 they they cite uh, says that consumption rooms can reduce the level of drug use in public places and help to reduce public nuisance. Um, it also says businesses, business operators perceived significant improvements in public immunity uh, uh, indicators since the opening of the service. So, yeah, it's, 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 it seems to be very heavily focused on uh, the public use of, of public space rather than actually helping uh, the actual drug addicts. Uh, but then again, I suppose to get the, these things over the line, you need... Uh, people to sort of be okay about it um, who are not using drugs and if they think it a benefit then it's more likely to get put in place. But it, it is an interesting point, all right, and I know they do great work uh, there, by the way, and um, the chap who was on earlier on said that he used Merchant's Key and that it was very beneficial and they do fantastic work uh, and they can only work with what... um what means they are given and what means they have so uh, that's not to knock them but it's just interesting to read through uh, all that research. Uh, anyway, eighteen fifty four ten four nine four 494 is the number if you want to get in touch today. The reaction to this has been phenomenal. A lot of interest on this. Uh, supervised injection centres, are they a good idea or not? Uh, would you welcome one in your area? Eighteen fifty four ten four nine four. 10 494. Joseph, you're live in Classic Kids. How are you, Joseph?
8: I'm fine, thank you, Michael. And how are you? Not
0: too bad. Your point, please, Joseph.
8: Well, my point is, I wouldn't have a problem with having a mo- having one in my area. Okay. And I'll tell you why. I grew up with a girl. She, um, I knew her from about the age of ten. We grew up together, and by the age of twenty-two, she was dead of an overdose.
0: An overdose. Was,
8: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she was found, and um, it was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think to have supervised injection centres, perhaps if they'd have been around when, you know, when she was taken, what she was, you know, sure. taken, she might, she might, and again, it's just a might, she might, yeah. she might still be. Here, like you know. well
0: that's it and, and and I'm sorry to hear that about your friend um yeah. but it, it is a big mite and I suppose yeah it wh- is. what some people have said is that it's all well and good um having these centers and people going in to get you know supervised mm. and so on as they inject and getting help and whatever but chances are and I don't mean to be negative on this I'm just yeah, repeating yeah. what some people said is that you know there's they're going to a veil of a supervised center where they you know can it's it's not criminalized and it's a safe space and they may go and inject somewhere else as well
8: well, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's a valid point. But the way that I look at it, Michael, we've heard all these stories of kids in the inner city and other places going into a little area to play and there's, you know, needles there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe if there was an injection center and they took the old needles off them, which obviously they would, and give them some clean ones.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, there is.
8: That that,
0: that facility exists. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, do you know what I mean? But I suppose the the fact that that exists and the fact that plenty of people are are, are, are having children finding needles shows mm. that even if you have a facility... Um, there and in place for drug drug addicts to use. It doesn't mean everyone's going to use it, you know. But I no, that, look, that's as, no, I, that's said, true. as that's I said. As I said earlier on, it's a start. I suppose you can't you can't cancel uh, cancel out drug uh, use or, no. or injection completely. But at least it, it's something. At least they're trying something. Uh, yeah. but but yeah. but some people just seem a little bit skeptical of this
8: one. Yeah, well, I think Michael, we're a great uh, nation of people for being skeptical to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Uh, we seem to begrudge and be more sceptical of something new that's coming in. Yeah, you know?
0: but he- here's here's what has come up in the show and, and, and I'll get your opinion on it and I mentioned it there when I came out of the break. Yeah. That I think the reason for this scepticism is that Simon Harris and and whoever in government will say this is a fantastic idea and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. but everything will point at uh, i suppose our use of the city non drug users use of the city rather than actually rather than actually hiding the problem, which is essentially just getting people into these drug centres and allowing them to use their drugs and whatever, and then we don't have it on the street anymore, so we really don't have to deal with it anymore. Whereas would it not be better, some people are saying, to have facilities that really tackles this problem head on and gets people help uh, and and allows, you know, reduces the queues for people getting uh, trying to get these services, which seems to be an obvious problem at the moment. Whereas I think the scepticism is you're just hiding this problem it's like saying you know banning homeless people on the street let's just what are you going to do it's not, it's not resolving homelessness moving people on from public places it's just hiding the problem it's not actually dealing with it
8: no i i actually totally agree there but the thing is the government will not give the funding well they're, I mean, pump, well,
1: they're
0: pumping funding into this, that, I think that's what uh, people but, are saying, they're pumping funding into this rather than yeah. that, rather than the actual crux of the matter, which is getting people up lists and getting them their help.
8: Yeah, I know, but this for the government, this is the cheaper option. You think that? Absolutely, mm-hmm. no question.
0: All right. Well, listen. I I do have to take a break. Thanks for your no contribution, problem, Joseph. Michael.
8: Thank you too. All right.
0: Have a good day. All the Cheers, best. Uh, listen, Bye-bye. we're, we're going to have to continue this because I mean, the, the phones are are blowing up uh, outside in relation to this topic. There is just such a response to it. Uh, so if you want to get in touch, uh, 1850 410 and do be patient if you ring. Um, can't get back to absolutely everyone, but we'll, we'll try to facilitate your call today because lots of people trying to get in touch. Uh, so uh, supervised drug uh, re- uh, drug injection centres, are they a good or bad idea? Uh, now then, I want to speak to John and Mark uh, finally on our topic of supervised drug injection centres. Uh, there's been a huge reaction to this, so as I say, we'll just continue it for a couple of minutes' time. Uh, John, you're live in Classic It's hey John? How are you doing, Mike? Uh, Not too bad. Just to bring people back up to speed in case you've just tuned in to us uh, after two o'clock, we're asking essentially are these drug, re- uh, drug um, supervised drug injection centres a good idea because Simon Harris says we need to put these in place. Um, it's something uh, that deserves top priority. What do you reckon, John?
5: No, I think, I really think they're a bad idea. Um, I, know I, thought, I know the question was What I have on my area? I think any parent... Young people would not like to see, would not like to be given the message across to young people that to normalise heroin use. On the flip side of that, if I had a child who was a drug addict, I'd like to see them not not, not contracting HIV or hepatitis or anything else. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, um, I'd rather see money spent on. On recovery-based programs, opposed to harm reduction.
1: Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Now,
5: you
0: you're a recovering addict as well, John. Tell us, oh, yeah. t- tell us your story, because it's interesting to hear from 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 recovering addicts today. Obviously, uh, because you were you were through this, and and you had to go and seek ver- uh, help in various ways, and you came upon certain problems. So, how did you seek help, and what help did you get, and, and what did work for you?
5: Well, I was I was 18 months trying to get into a treatment centre, and join them because I didn't fit the criteria to get into the detox, you know, because I was using a, I was a polydrug user, I was using all sorts of drugs, and yet to, to fit the criteria I had to come off tablets, I had to give so many clean urine, or I had to get down to a certain amount of methadone, I had to give a couple of clean urines, stuff like that. So I was never, I was a chaotic drug user, and I was never going to fit that. Yeah. But
0: was the was I, the main the main drug was heroin, was it?
5: Heroin was my main drug of choice, yeah.
0: Okay. But in order to get into a treatment program to get you off heroin, you had to get off everything else before you could get onto that program. Well, Is that the way it works? Well, I had,
5: yeah, you see, tablets staying your system for 30 days,
1: mm-hmm.
5: minimum 30 days, so you're not going to get, they're not going to be able to determine whether you have a clean urine because there's certain health risks of detoxing off certain medications.
0: Gotcha, okay.
5: Whereas heroin it's only a system after four days so they know you're still not using within the unit, so you're not placing other people in this. There's a lot I we can see the reasons behind it. Okay. But for a chaotic drug user to fit the criteria to get in there, it's just never going to happen. Um, so, but getting back to the, getting, that's my story anyway, but getting back to the drug use in realm, you know, if I was to score one side of Dublin, mm-hmm. there's no way I'd trace across the other side of town to have a hit Like. Like, if you're doing sick, you're immature, you want the infant are not you? Want to, you want to feel that that's straight away. So, you're not going to traipse across the other side of town yeah. to, have to
0: have a hit.
5: Like, to get and, and,
0: and, and that, to be fair, John, and I hope Simon Harris hears this today because uh, we've heard from three or four uh, former drug addicts, and all of you have said the same thing. Yeah, that, it, that, is, that it's unrealistic to, to assume that a drug addict on one side of a city is going to traipse across the, the other side of the city to, to get their supervised hit
5: yeah but if you were to, even to look at government policy, the national drug strategy was renewed and I think it was about four years ago, which included recovery based programs as part of those four pillars harm reduction policing, and um, and they included recovery into it mm-hmm. yeah all the funding is still going towards harm reduction,
1: mm-hmm. you
5: know what I mean mm-hmm. and the spread of disease and illness that and, and well like there is so many people in recovery within, within Dublin within Ireland. i like oh we know thousands of people that have actually recovered from drug addiction. There have been chaotic drug users, who have been in and out of the prison system, probation system, the care system. This needs to be a tr- a tr- addressed from young people moving on up to addiction services, recovery-based programs. And like people think that once an addict, always was an addict. It's not the case. That mm-hmm. way is long, deadly. Mm-hmm. Do you
0: know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know what you mean, yeah. Uh, so so then uh, you think money should be pumped in, like a lot of people are saying today, into reducing... I mean, if you took 18 months to get into a recovery programme... And I
5: was hospitalised four times within that 19
0: months. So within... Sorry, 19 months. So within that 19 months, you were hospitalised four times. So you were, yeah, de- you, thought- were, you were desperate to get into a place uh, where you could yeah. get some help, but there was such a waiting list that maybe we should be thinking uh, that way, that we reduce those waiting lists into the... Uh, the the uh, centres that we already have rather than these new facilitating places.
5: Yeah, it just makes sense. But we already, already had clinics where, where there is people employed. Why don't we open up a clean room there use them around there? Mm-hmm. Instead of opening up a whole new facility employing a whole new crew, a whole new uh, care staff team, nurses, doctors and all the rest of it. They could be all professionals, could be all high class, they could be all well paid, like, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Where they, can't have that, they can't facilitate that kind of facility in this clinics they already have.
0: Yeah. You know you, what I mean? They, you, you, you would think so, yeah. I, I, I know where you're coming from. Hang on a second, John, because I want to finally go to Mark on this. Mark, you're live in Classics. How, how are you doing, Mark?
1: How you doing? I'm
0: Not too bad. Uh, okay, you have the final say in this, Mark. So, uh, do you think <laughs> they'll work or not? No,
9: I, I genuinely don't think they work. I, think this, I, I know it's a, it's a horrible thing to say, but to, uh, to facilitate someone to bang up, how, how can you justify that? Mm. You know, when the, with the problems that we have at the moment, and he's saying it's top priority, like, it's, it's really not top priority. As John said, there's facilities there for recovery and whatnot, and we can't be set up in them. Instead of us wasting our money and upsetting communities
0: mm. straight
9: across the board, because we're going to bring all these users in and out of our community, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I, and, and and by the way, can I say that I can understand, I can empathise with people who would object to one of these centres. And that's, yeah. you know what I mean, and, and, and I I think a lot of people, it's, it's, it's okay to throw stones if it's not happening in your area and to say, yeah. well, it's, you know what I mean, at the end of the well, day, it has to be in the city. It's, it's uh, you know, I p- wouldn't particularly like it in my area, and that's being honest. I'm am,
9: I am from the Dublin 9 area, and when I, when I was a kid, we used to walk through a park to school, uh, and we found how people overdose you know what I mean? And I remember my man telling us that the chap was asleep, mm. you know? And we, we didn't find out till years later. that he, he was a heroine user. Yep. So it's, it was rife in my area growing up. And um, it, it, there's no more than like walking out your door in the morning or to the bottom of the block and there's someone scagged out on the stairs, you know, that way. Yeah. There's absolutely no sympathy for them. And I, I do not think that we should be facilitating I, I agree for facilitating for recovery and that, but to facilitate them to bang up is an absolute disgrace.
0: Well then, you know on, I mean? on the other side of this then, I have a, a text in and, and and some people were saying that it's a nonsense about Portugal and apparently Niall was on about it before, uh, disputing yeah. uh, whether or not the whole uh, decriminalising drugs actually works over there because lots of people use it, particularly government officials, use it as a, as a good example. But anyway, this person has texted in to say, I am from Portugal and uh, the, the uh, drug injection centres were the best thing to ever happen. Um, in a matter of health and safety, disposal of syringes, supervising that's the addicts, making uh, m- make some research. People, uh, people need to be more open-minded. Uh, can't beat them. Join them. That texter says.
9: So we, we need to socially accept heroin. Is that what they're like? saying? We need to socially accept that and legalize heroin in the country. Like.
0: Well, no, no, I don't think that's what he's saying uh, But he's saying that the, the, the injection centres do work With regard to everyone else's use of the the space around them uh, And then to help uh, addicts to, to move forward and to get off drugs That's what he's saying
9: Yeah, but we have the facilities that help them move forward and get off drugs So why can't we mix this in with them?
0: You know what I mean? Then someone else texts in, and uh, I'll put this to you, uh, John, uh, that the waiting list for these treatment centres is uh, so high that it's mostly down to people going for treatment three or four times, and that's what's blocking it up.
5: Come here, there is a rele- an element of truth in that. Yeah. But so who, who are we to, who are we to dec- deprive a person of an opportunity of getting recovery? I know, it's a very strong obsession to go out there and use you know, it's not going to get it all right, isn't it? At least they're, getting, they're heading in the right direction.
0: And then finally, uh, John, I'll put this one to you as well. The, uh, another text here uh, says the answer is to go after the drug dealers. Stop it altogether. To be fair, we've had an error in ten minutes of this yeah, conversation yeah. and no one has ever mentioned a blooming drug dealer. Uh, who, yeah, who would as I assume as are as the biggest problem in all of this?
5: Well, as long as there's a demand there, there's going to be drug dealers. There's always going to be people profiting from it. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Uh, listen, uh, guys, thanks a million for your calls this afternoon. I appreciate thanks it. And uh, thanks for all your calls and your texts and that. Lots of reaction to it.
5: Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi
1: award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit